You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. We are delving deeper into the world of mining and engineering from the coalface with Martin Creamer. It's that time again on a Friday when Update at Noon presents another update from the coalface with Martin Creamer, publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. Martin, the world's first woman-owned phosphate mine is scheduled to open in South Africa this year. This is being led by Adelaide Reiters, and she's been slogging away for the last 10 years. And it looks like 2024 is going to be the year in which this mine is going to be launched in the Western Cape, close to the Port of Saldana. Now, she's done a lot of the uh, exploration work. She's done the mining development. She's got her plan ready, and she expects to cut the ribbon by mid-year, somewhere June, July. And this will be very important for South Africa because, you know, the phosphate is very important for our food industry. It gives us food security. It, it helps the farmers to grow things. But what is quite interesting here is that she's already wanting to step up to produce phosphoric acid, which is an added value from the phosphate. And she hopes to do that at a, an economic development zone in the area. But in the meantime, she's keen on also being green. And you'll see that what she's done is she's got a pipeline to the port so that the phosphate will not be trucked and creating dust and everything else. It'll go on this four-kilometer pipeline. And then when she does the flotation process, she will not use diesel. She'll use a, an organic uh, substances that is environmentally friendly and also and when it comes to water she will not use potable water she'll use an effluent provided by the the local authority so all in all this is a big advance in phosphates and we look forward to this mine by mid year starting and then she's hoping to list on the Johannesburg stock stock exchange and that decision probably uh, will be taken before the end of the year Martin, the Department of Mineral Resources and the IDC have launched a fund to help junior miners to explore. You know, exploration is so important. We're finding that our mining is shrinking because we haven't been doing exploration. And what the uh, Department of Mineral Resources and the Industrial Development Corporation have come forward with now is 400 million. They will be opening a window for these junior miners. Junior miners need to be supported. Going into exploration is a high risk. So they will be able to uh, access this 400 million, but of course they're going to have to go through a window of application and the department will tell them what minerals they can go for and uh, to make them eligible. But in the meantime, of course, this should not be the end of things. This should just be the start. We've been calling for this for so long and we know that in other countries there is an important tax incentive in the flow-through scheme. And if we follow the Canadian model, that flow-through scheme has built their economy, never mind mining. If you go along to Toronto and you see these tall buildings, they're all around the flow-through scheme, which is a tax incentive at the start, which helps people to start exploring because whoever buys a share there can claim tax at the end of a financial year. And we're hoping that that model will also follow but that'll be a treasury decision in the meantime you know they couldn't wait so the department and the IDC are going ahead starting with 400 million rand and martin power aggregators are emerging fast uh, to accelerate south africa's transition to clean energy electricity this is the new buzzword aggregators 
They're not calling them traders, power traders, because you know traders uh, sell things over the counter and by the hour. Although the licenses that are being issued to these aggregators are called trading licenses, because what they do is you get the mini power producers, where they call them IPPs, independent power producers. They're from the private sector. They have up to now been linking directly to a mine. What will happen now to give flexibility is the aggregator will be in between. So instead of the IPPs, as we call them, these private sector power producers uh, producing from the energy we get from the sun and the wind, they will sell to the aggregator. The aggregator will be in the middle. Then the aggregator will sell to many different mines, big ones, small ones, short term, long term. So there'll be much greater flexibility. And they feel that this will really accelerate what mines have to do. They have to grow green. They've all signed declarations that they will be net zero. Uh, that means they won't be emitting carbon from 2030, 2035. They've all made this commitment. And the only way they can do it is if they get help of this kind. But it's also competitive. It's also cheaper. <laughs> so it's cheaper than Eskim. So all around, it's a win-win. Well, Martin, uh, we'll be back with another edition of At the Coalface, same time next Friday. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.